Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Jessica Toon. I'm John Haley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hello, John. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Here today to talk about some um, animals and short-term rentals. Yeah, I was just thinking this morning, what would be the most exciting thing to talk about? And this wasn't it, but, you know, it was on the list, so. <laughs> close close second. <laughs> right. So today we are going to talk about assistance animals or service animals in the context of short-term rentals. And the difference between the two is actually important here, because contrary to the title of this episode, short-term rentals are generally not required to accommodate assistance animals. Right. And that's because short-term rentals are not considered the same as standard or long-term rentals under fair housing law. A dwelling is defined under the fair housing law as a building intended to be occupied as a residence. So in most cases, a short-term rental is going to be treated more like a hotel room, and those are governed by the ADA rather than fair housing laws. So the ADA defines a public place of accommodation to include places that provide, quote, guest rooms for sleeping for stays that primarily are short-term in nature, end quote. It defines short-term as generally 30 days or less. We know that Virginia fair housing law requires the accommodation of assistance animals, which can include animals other than dogs, and those animals can assist a person with a wide range of disabilities. However, the ADA has no such requirement or term. Instead, the ADA requires accommodation only for service animals. Service animal under the ADA is defined as, quote, any dog that is individually trained to do work or perform tasks for the benefit of an individual with a disability, including a physical, sensory, psychiatric, intellectual, or other mental disability. And fun fact, the ADA also allows miniature horses. But as you might imagine, there are some extra factors that business may take into account, including the size of the horse and whether it's housebroken. Housebroken horses, pretty good band name, I think. Put it on your list, John. Uh, It's already on there. Dogs may be asked to be removed from premises, too, if they are not housebroken. I think we can all agree that band name is not nearly as fun. Yeah, not definitely not as fun as Hausberg and Horses. I think it's the, it's the alliteration for me, John. It, it, it works every time. <laughs> so the first difference is that the animal must be a specific type, right? A dog or a miniature horse. The definition of service animal also specifically excludes animals that provide emotional support, well-being, comfort, and companionship. Similar to an assistance animal, the work or tasks performed by a service animal must be directly related to an individual's disability. Examples of work or tasks include, but are not limited to, assisting individuals who are blind or have low vision with navigation and other tasks, alerting individuals who are deaf or hard of hearing to the presence of people or sounds, pulling a wheelchair, assisting an individual during a seizure, alerting individuals to the presence of allergens, retrieving items like medicine or the telephone, providing physical support and assistance with balance and stability to individuals with mobility disabilities, and helping persons with psychiatric and neurological disabilities by preventing or interrupting impulsive or destructive behaviors. 
Generally, a place of public accommodation must modify its policies, practices, or procedures to permit the use of the animal when requested. The business may ask the individual to remove the animal if it's not housebroken or if the person does not have the animal under control. The animal must be leashed or otherwise under the handler's control, unless leashing the animal would prevent it from doing its job or the handler is unable to hold or control a leash given their disability. And just like assistance animals, the business may not charge extra for the service animal, even if it charges extra for pets, but may charge for any damages that the animal causes. All right, John, let's go ahead and take this to the legal hotline because we've actually had a few questions on this topic um, just within the last few weeks. So my client owns a short-term rental and someone has inquired about bringing their quote, helper animal. How do I know if it's a service animal? What can I ask? Great question, Jessica as if you didn't write this question. (laughs) The ADA states that a place of public accommodation may not ask about the nature or extent of a person's disability, but can ask two questions to determine whether an animal qualifies as a service animal. First, is the animal required because of a disability? And second, what work or task has the animal been trained to perform? You may not ask any other questions about the individual's disability, and you may not require proof or certification or medical documentation as a condition for entry. And if you can see what task the animal is performing for the person, you may not ask those questions to which the answer is obvious. Okay, Jessica, I use a short-term rental service to rent out a room in my house where I also stay. I'm allergic to dogs. Am I obligated to allow service animals? Maybe not. The ADA does have an exception for establishments actually occupied by the proprietor, but it could depend on how often you're actually there. For example, reserving a few weeks at your own vacation rental home is likely not going to be treated the same as the original concept of an Airbnb, where someone is renting a room in a house you live in full time. Speak with an attorney who has experience in disability rights, including ADA and fair housing, before you finalize your policies. So how can you limit your risk? Well, first, know that short-term rentals operate in a different legal space than standard rentals. In many cases, they are less regulated. Learn the differences so that you can properly manage them both. Have policies rooted in the law that you apply equally to all prospective renters. And finally, the information that's provided in this episode may not apply to your specific set of facts or circumstances. This is the case. Contact a lawyer who can give you specific legal advice on your situation. Thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the law and ethics section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney license to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service. It does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. 
The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2021. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.